0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Well, in the 1970s, condominium developments started going up in Vancouver. And if you live in one of them, you might be considering selling or you might be getting a little pressure to sell. This is the topic in Michael Geller's latest column in the Vancouver Courier. And Michael Geller joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Michael, good morning to
0: you. Good morning, Joe.
1: Good morning. Uh, You've you've written about this and said this is a conversation we need to have. Uh, I've talked to a few friends who actually live in condo buildings. They've been approached by developers to get everybody on board to sell. Uh, What do you think we need to be talking about when it comes to these older buildings?
0: Well, I think the first thing is for people to get a better understanding of the whole process. And indeed, it, it can be a very complicated process in terms of What actually happens if you are approached by a realtor? Do you immediately uh, sign up? Um, Do individuals start selling, or is it better for the whole condo to sell? So there are a number of uh, complex issues. And uh, there's a number of law firms that are now specializing in this, and they're putting together information, uh, which is very helpful to Stratas. And indeed, my advice to uh, most Stratas uh, would be, to get in touch with a lawyer and sit, that specializes in this area and sit down with them before signing a listing agreement with a particular realtor. But one of the other things, Jill, that uh, is starting to happen is that the BC Assessment uh, Corporation, which is the entity that values properties throughout British Columbia, It used to be that it would look at a condominium apartment and place a value on it based on its location within a building, and sometimes if a building permit had been taken out to improve or renovate the apartment or townhouse, that would be reflected in its value and so forth. And many people use that as a guideline when they were buying and selling. But now what I see happening is BC assessment is really ignoring the value of a condominium apartment today in the case of older condo projects and saying, what is this land worth if it's vacant for a new high-rise apartment? And so all of a sudden, we're starting to see properties being valued not on their current use, but on what they might be worth if the whole building is sold. And that's got some really serious ramifications, in my opinion, that no one has thought about.
1: Yeah, And what do you think is the most
0: serious? That people's taxes are suddenly going to go up significantly because in many instances, when developers are buying these buildings, and we've seen a few examples on TV or read about them in the newspaper, they're often paying twice what the properties might otherwise have been deemed to be worth. And the reason for that is because you almost have to pay twice to get all 40 or 80 percent of the 40 or 50 people who might live in a building to agree to sell. So then that means that the taxes are, are likely to go up quite significantly because that apartment is seen as a future redevelopment property.
1: Which is, I suppose, good news for people that want to sell and want to take advantage of this, not such good news for people that want to stay and were never planning on leaving in the first place.
0: That's right. And in writing the article, I mean, as many people may know, I'm an architect and I'm a developer. Uh, So I I view the world often through those eyes, but I also know a lot of people who live in condominiums, who want to stay in condominiums, and I've also been receiving emails from people living in condominiums saying, you really must write about this because our condominium used to be such a happy place to live in, and now all of a sudden there's incredible strife because we've been approached by a realtor, he's telling us we can get a lot of money, You know, more than half the people want to sell, but the others want to stay. And there's already becoming great dissension between those who want to stay and those who want to sell. And uh, this could go on for years. And indeed, the whole process can often take between 12 and 18 months, even when everything is going along very smoothly.
1: Uh, And do you think it made a big difference when the law changed that you no longer need 100 percent of uh, the, um, the people in the condo, it's down to 80 now?
0: That's right. That is what's really changed the whole game. And for those listeners who don't quite know what you and I are talking about, it used to be that if a developer wanted to buy an older condo project and redevelop it, everybody had to agree. 100% of the people had to agree. And in many instances, this was problematic because sometimes you would get of the people in a development saying, we really should sell. The cost of repairs is greater than the value of our units. We should sell. But one or two people could hold the whole thing up. Now you only need 80% of the owners to agree to sell. And that is still a significant threshold, but it's making it much more common. And Maya, for the benefit of your listeners, It is a complicated process. In other words, if often there may not be the whole 100% in agreement, so there is a process where you have to take it to the court because the court wants to hear from those people who aren't in agreement or, indeed, sometimes they want to speak up. And so there is a process to be followed. But overall, I personally think it was a good thing to change the law What I don't think is a good thing, though, is is the amount of ignorance that's out there in terms of what the strata should do. And since writing the column, I've had a number of people write to me saying, please tell me, should I consider selling before the strata votes to sell, or should I uh, hold on? And, uh, you know, I don't want to start giving people advice, although generally speaking, I would say it's better for the whole strata to make the decision together.
1: Hmm. and also, with the assessments, uh, I would imagine people uh, if you 're a condo, you don't think it's worth that, uh, like you said, your taxes are going up because it 's not based on what you're what you're living in it 's based on what it could be
0: that's right, and you 've got this absurd situation. Where you know that your building needs each unit needs a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of repairs, and in the meanwhile, the value of your assessment has suddenly gone from two hundred and fifty to four hundred and eighty thousand dollars <laughs> and that's all because if the whole building was to use the term wound up or liquidated you probably could get four hundred and eighty thousand there is a bigger issue here Jill, which is generally speaking bc assessment doesn't look at the value of a property as it's being used today in other instances they are looking at what might that site be worth if it was redeveloped and that's creating a lot of problems uh... we could talk about another time that's why we have vacant storefronts on many streets because taxes are going up but the same thing is happening to individuals living in these condos. And, and it, uh, fortunately, people can defer their property taxes if, if they meet certain age restrictions or financial restrictions. But the reality is, this is something that I think we should talk about.
1: Definitely. We will have to leave it there. You're right. We will tackle that other topic another day. But Michael Geller, thank you so much for joining us today and discussing this a bit more. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for your interest. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.